Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a podcast where we discuss trending topics, current news, with our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Like always, you could check us out at audioapesmusic.com. That is the roadmap that you need for everything us, our podcast, our music, everything. Audioapesmusic.com. Go there now. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging with Apes. Follow us on Instagram at Audioapes. Check us out on YouTube and subscribe. Audioapes. Pretty much all, everything is Audio Apes or Hanging with Apes. Audio Apes is the music. Hanging with Apes is the podcast. They come together to bring you everything you need to get you through life. That's true. It's true. So subscribe um, now. Subscribe now. You might notice that the quality is a little bit different. We are on the move. We've done a podcast like this before. People didn't complain. Because, you know what? Like Even when we're on the go and even when we're trying to get things done... We still make sure we put out some level of quality. So we are driving right now. Got a lot of stuff to do. We're on the move, but we're like, fuck it. We still got a podcast. There's no not podcasting. So let's let's make it happen. Let's get it done. We got to do it. Even if it means driving in high amounts of speed and living the motherfucking dream. Right. Like we're <laughs> right now on some... On some Fast and Furious shit, but still bringing you a podcast while we. Oh yeah, while do we, we got do that, that Tokyo Drift theme song we could put. So just just something that just strikes me right off the bat that I want to talk about because I am very disappointed that the Spurs couldn't pull off a win against Golden State in Game One. It was so close. It was so close. Did you see the game? I didn't watch the game. I was keeping up with it. It was messed up because as soon as Kawhi Leonard left the game, it was over with. They they had. But it was still close, even even without him for the. uh, Oh yeah. Second half, it was still close. It it was it was still a. a, I mean, it was still a really 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 close game without him. But I mean, he's kind of like the X factor. Absolutely. He does so much for that team, you know. Um. But that was, I mean, that was a good sign. The only bad thing is now he's not going to play in game two. Oh, he isn't? Nope. Where's the, yeah. So, so he has that ankle injury. He's not going to be able to play. So, which sucks because I, I, I really wanted to see the Spurs at like full beast mode facing, I'm you know, ready. Golden State. Oh, boy. So the OnStar is now on bothering us. Fine. So. What? You said pardon. Nothing on star. Nothing. My number. Your on star hands free calling number is seven three four eight four three six zero. Why the fuck is this? Goodbye. I have no. What? Well, that was on star. That's our uh, fourth member of the. (laughs) (laughs) The fourth member of the audio apes. Um, Jesus Christ. I guess she really. Didn't like the game either, so much so that she, she interrupted the, the, the need to interrupt and 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 put a, put her <laughs> her thoughts in. But anyway, yeah, definitely uh, disappointing, but uh, kind of kind of crazy that it was even that close. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a good series if Kawhi comes back. 
I feel that if he, if he doesn't come back, I feel like, you know, Golden State is going to take it. But I feel that the Spurs can, you know, I still give that to Golden State regardless. Yeah. But I, I still think that they have a chance with Kawhi on, you know. And maybe, you know, now that he's not going to play game two, obviously they should still play hard and try and win. And they're a very capable team, especially with good coaching. It's going to be hard. But even then, as long as uh, he comes back by, like, game three or four, um, actually, probably game three. It'd probably be very important. Uh, then, then we'll see. It'll be interesting. Did you see this uh, thing that uh, Miss uh, what was it Miss America or Miss Universe? Oh yeah, she was like from DC. Yeah, and uh, where she says that uh, she felt like healthcare is uh, not a right; it's a privilege. And now you know everybody on Twitter and everybody is is all upset and furious about that and they're they're backlashing and they have all kind of shit to say yeah expressing her opinion i mean i felt you know that's her opinion what are you upset about she's not gonna change anything you know what i'm saying like how do you feel about it do you feel it's a right or a privilege i feel it's a privilege because i think uh in life you have to work for what you get you know, I mean, obviously, uh, I, there has to be some sort of, of like, uh, it's just like, it's for example, it's like car insurance, right? There's car insurance, there's cheaper car insurance. It's not as good as good car insurance, but I mean, there still is the option of cheaper, you know, which means that it's like a store, right? I mean, it's, it's like a store. You go to freaking Best Buy and you buy a camera, you know, you have a budget and everyone's going to have a different budget which means they're going to have a different type of quality of camera or phone or anything so people forget that you know uh things aren't rights you know like these things aren't rights like that's what you say that if you want to like that that's that's what uh congressmen and fucking politicians say all the time oh that's her right that's but is it though you know what i'm saying like no it's not i i feel like in general People work for what they they get, and there is different types of quality to it. You know what I'm saying? And but, what uh, what do you say to those that um, that say, well, you know, by that rationale, if you bring up like the whole car insurance thing, car insurance that's not a choice. You have to have car insurance, like if you're driving a car. But the whole healthcare thing. You know, yeah, that, well, should everybody have it? Should should it be something that everybody has to have? I, I think, I think, uh, well, I, I never have agreed with the fact that car insurance is, uh, should be, like, something that you have to have. I, I feel that that's why there's a marketplace, and that's why there's, like, different types of quality of, of, of insurances that you could buy, you know? Right. So, to me, I still feel that, that's just where we live. That's the type of country that we're in. It's it's a capitalistic country, and uh, you know anything that you get, you get for a reason. And you know what I'm saying? You, you know what you spend on and what you don't. I feel in general people forget that, and uh, they'll spend a crazy amount of cash on on freaking you know clothes and nice cars, but then they won't pay a crazy amount of cash for like important stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So, to me, it's it's like if people prioritize, they could get what they want in general. But like I said, 
That's why there's a marketplace. That's why there's different types. I, I still kind of stand by that. What do you What do you think? Would you say it's a right or it's a privilege? I think. I think that it's easy for people um, that don't have the privilege of getting it to say that it's a right. Yeah. Um. But then at the same time, I realize that there's a lot of people out there that need certain coverage, that don't have it. Um, I do lean more towards it being a privilege. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, you know, there's, there's a, especially with now with like the whole healthcare thing and like all the things that they, that they try to cover, you realize that from uh just a logical perspective they're trying to like really do the impossible you know what i'm saying yeah yeah. like the whole pre-existing condition and all of that that's kind of hard because it's almost like saying hey i want to buy insurance after i've had the accident already yeah yeah exactly i don't i don't think that's fair to the company yeah you know and and i don't i i understand why logically they would not want to cover that or if they are going to cover it yeah they're going to you know it's going to be a lot of money you know you got to pay a lot of money uh to get insurance if you have a pre-existing condition so it it, it's a it's a real uh finicky situation um i don't think there's any actually there's nothing that i've seen so far that i think will work i i think the only thing that's really like logical to like fix that whole situation is pretty much like a single payer system. Like everybody pay for healthcare, you know, uh, uh, you know, if you have a family, you pay for them or, you know, however, but like pretty much like everybody pays for their own healthcare and, and that's it, you know? And then those that can afford more, you know, they have, they get the better shit. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 kind of uh it's it's kind of iffy like that whole that whole thing cuz like it's like people won't people just want but they're not willing to compromise. Yeah. And I feel that's where where healthcare is at right now. Or apply much understanding as to why it's so hard to get things done in a certain way, you know? Yeah. Because it's like everybody wants to Say, oh, I need my health care. I need this. I need that. But nobody wants to understand, okay, well, this is what these people deal with and and what they'll have to go through if we do go down this road. And then this is what these people are going to have to pay. And this is this is what these people are suffering. And this is what, you know, these people have to, you know, the guidelines that they have to set up. So it's a lot. And uh I don't know. Like I said, so far I haven't seen anything that I feel will work, and and I guess maybe that's just something that we ought to start accepting that they they won't be able to please everybody with this whole thing, and uh, and I don't know. There's either either way you go, there's going to be criticism. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a <laughs> Trump's baby now. Yeah. So they got to be careful. That's why. You know, for all the crap that they talked about Obamacare, like, 
Trump care is has a lot of Obamacare. Yeah, and and it's a lot of the same the same nonsense. In all reality, if if you want to know the the honest to God truth, I don't think that's something that government really has any any place in getting involved in. Yeah. That's yeah, because at the end of the day, the people who end up paying is the people. <laughs> and I mean, I, like those premiums, man. Like they were just outrageous. They were going up, like you know, from one eighty to like three hundred. That's like what almost fifty percent. More than car notes. Yeah, more than car notes. Yeah, like and that that wasn't even the right now. Like what what uh, people were charged now is not even the last like. Um, step increase that's gonna happen for like what you have to pay, and at, at what point is it like viable for a person to have? Yeah, you know, because you're forced to have it. So at, at what point do you say, "Damn, I don't want, how? What do I do?" Because I'm paying a mortgage now, a mortgage worth of healthcare bills, and I don't know if that's if if I can sustain my life like that. And that's the thing that that's where the whole to me it goes back to like the whole like having a marketplace for it and just having companies sell the shit and people buy it and people buy different quality stuff you know of course if you get the cheapest of the cheap you're not going to get the best of services but at least you have something you know right. I don't think at this point we're at a at a place where we're going to make it like someone's going to be pissed so, some some group of people are gonna stay pissed off about about the shit, but then you have to think about: um, Are you benefiting the country, and are you benefiting people, and are you stopping them from from you know putting their money into something else than healthcare? You know, right? So I don't know. That's how I feel about it. I guess we'll see. OnStar ready. Once it changes, OnStar. What do you think? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Here we go. She uh. She likes Pardon? to. This is this is just insane. Um, Cause we have the we have the microphone hanging from the rearview mirror. Service is unavailable. Incredible. Returning to the main menu. OnStar ready. Go away, OnStar. Bitch, is you crazy? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. God damn it. Shut Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Decent. Yeah, so um, as you can see, OnStar is very disrespectful. Anyway, has, has no respect for us whatsoever. Anyway, <laughs> so just totally switching gears here, totally switching subjects. This is something that has been plaguing my mind for a few days now, and I think we're about to venture in the realm of uh, some philosophy, which. A lot, a lot of people like when we do that because I've actually gotten a lot of uh, positive feedback for our episode, The Subtle Art of Living Life. So, delving into that realm of hood philosophy, you know, people's backgrounds, and, and just uh, capturing, you know, uh, a, even a little bit of uh, socioeconomics. This question arised the other day. I'm talking with some, some co-workers. And one of our co-workers, he um, recently went through a breakup, a pretty serious breakup. And um, 
He's been with this girl for a while, like a long while, like almost a decade, like that oh, long. Oh, shit. Yeah. She was serious. Yeah, very serious. And, you know, he spent a, a handsome amount on an engagement ring and, 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 and things didn't go well. Like, I'm not going to put all the man's business out there. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm not going to say his name because I have great respect for this person. But it, it's just something that begs the question. So, in... God damn. In this... So, yeah, we're in Chicago, and the police are just... just by the way, we, by. We, we, we decided to, to podcast Dead Smack in the middle of Englewood, because we're fucking gangster like that. No, right. <laughs> so, shit might pop off. But, um, but anyway, you were yeah, at so, the ring. So, so yeah, so... Um, it didn't. It didn't work out, and the, you know, me and some coworkers were talking, and the issue of how much one spends on a ring came up, and there were, you know, other female coworkers present, and they had some things to say that I did not agree with in terms of. You know what the what the right amount is, what the the the, the proper amount is, if any. Oh, and God. and it and it really it really what it ended up boiling down to that I uh, I kind of uh, realized was that to a lot of people, even though love is supposed to be like this precious thing, there is a price on love. There's a price on love because there's a lot of women that. Despite the fact that they say they're looking for true love, a guy has to make a certain amount of money. And they the the ring needs to be worth a certain amount. Love and, hurts, baby. and and he has to be able to provide and and uh, and not just provide emotionally and you know however else one would provide, but also financially. So love hurts, baby. At at what point at what point do we do we venture from you know what's acceptable and just you know gold digger or is it all gold digging to some extent you know if it is is the woman is the woman that will not marry a bum even though the bum may love her like no other man is that is that any different than you know those Housewives of Beverly Hills that we all call gold diggers. Like, is, is it is it really any different? She took my money. <laughs> uh, damn. Well, shit. Deep ass question. I feel I feel like there should there should be an extent to to the things that you look at when you look for for a man, right? As a woman. Now, I, I feel like if his if his uh, if he has um, what word am I looking for? If he's an ambitious man and, and he's he's a go getter, I feel at that point, you know that that's good because obviously you want a man that's gonna provide, right? Um, I don't feel that we're in an economy anymore where like there's only one person providing anyway for like the family and stuff like that. But regardless, I mean, you know, you you do want someone that's ambitious or, or you know has their shit together. Um, so I mean, that that I wouldn't fault a woman for. 
Right, but, but ambition, ambition and finances are, don't always go hand in hand. Like, for yeah. instance, a woman wanting a guy that's ambitious, whether it's in, in, in real estate, whether it's in, in media, whether it's in another type of business, whether it's just in, in his particular field and, and he wants to grow in that, mm-hmm. doesn't always necessarily mean that she's seeing a... a a financial outcome in that she just likes the idea of the guy being a go-getter. She likes the idea of the guy having that oomph in him. Exactly. Because she may not ever even want to see a dollar of his money. Doesn't care if he's getting a raise or anything because there's a lot of women that stick by men that have dreams that have not yet been realized, but it's because they have those dreams and they're chasing that dream that they stick with them. Even though that dream has yet to yield any like financial result yeah they 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 stick with him because he has it exactly so the ambitions part i do totally understand because it says a lot about your character i'm talking about strictly finances though strictly just the financial aspect of it like is is it any different is it any different and 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 if you really look at it deeply rooted I, I don't think that it is much different. Like it, no, it's, it isn't. I mean, because the thing is this, you know, we've we've lived through through multiple like weight like just different financial times. I don't feel any less sadder or fucking happy. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I'm me. At the end of the day, people people put too much into the whole finance part of stuff without truly being happy. You know, and I feel like shit like. You know, oh, you got to spend a couple stacks on a ring. Like, what does that prove? What does, is it all just status now? And I feel that when 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 people look for or, or you know, like in, in this particular case, when it's a woman looking for a man because of his money, that that just is that going to bring you happiness, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you want to be happy and have a fulfilling relationship with somebody, not something that's based off of oh, well. How many stacks does this guy have? Because I'm trying to spend some. You know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 to me, that that's completely wrong. And and uh, but th- but then I mean, I I feel that we're backed up very well by the fact that we think it's wrong, or at least I think it's wrong because we look at the divorce rate here in America. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it, and like it, it kind of coincides with this whole consumerism and fucking. Oh, it's all about like status, status, status. I gotta have this. I gotta have that. I gotta... It's all about like, we, we, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's just like nah. And I, I um, somebody told me about a report, and I ended up searching for it and looking it up. That it shows data that shows that credit scores. It's like a it's a it's a study showing the correlation between credit scores and the divorce rate and there is there's a lot of evidence to suggest that low credit scores oftentimes correlate very much with higher divorce rate oh wow and so yeah. and so and, and and it makes sense it's like you know their responsible spending yeah. the you know and then all of that that kind of uh uh you know the pressure that that might put on a marriage the debt you know, bill collectors, all of that stuff. And uh, I I found that to be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, you you know, and that's what I mean. Like, that. that's, I kind of go back to 
we were talking about with the whole ambition part and like, you know, someone that's a go-getter. You always want that in anybody, right? Um, because you want to be good financially. That doesn't mean like, you know, you got to be fucking rich or you got to be even fucking, you know, well, wealthy is even more. But, you know, as long as, long as you're pro providing, like, like you're able to live, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you could tell with that, like, with low credit scores, what do you get? You get people who aren't spending right, who don't know how to spend, who haven't, you know. Now, that is one thing that I, I will agree, like, in terms of when you look for a partner, like, where finances matter, mm -hmm. the whole spending and being responsible. Because, yeah. for instance, let's say you have a woman who works very hard. She's focused on, on her credit, and as you put it earlier, she's ambitious. And she's building, you know, building to have something to leave to, for their children, for their grandchildren, building for the future. And then her partner, her husband, is a guy that just wants to spend money and pretty much essentially diminishes all the work that she puts in because whatever they save, he ends up wanting to spend take a trip here, do this, do that. They don't have anything to show for their money because of him. I can understand why something like that would be a problem because in a situation like that, it's not necessarily that she wants him to make a lot of money or even contribute that much when it comes to money, but she doesn't want him to diminish what she, the work that she is putting in and what she's building. And, I, and that's understandable. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, you, you want somebody that, that's going to be on the same page in terms of that. Now, and, and Or at very least, at very least, maybe they're not even contributing as much as you are, but they're not, they're not lowering, you know, the status. Yeah, exactly. Or anything supporting you and, and the moves you're making, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I, and I understand that because that's, that's pretty much how I feel. I don't think you necessarily need somebody that's going to match your contribution because people can contribute in different ways. Like I think, especially in today's day and age, we very much underestimate the stay at home mom, the stay at home wife, what, you know, what they used to call homemakers. Yeah. We underestimate the, you know, the, the comfort level and, and just the, the solidarity in the home that they provide that can really make you a more productive worker yeah. in your place of work. Yeah. And sometimes that's their contribution. And so because they are doing that, that's their way of contributing. So I don't think necessarily like the two people need to always contribute the same thing. Yeah. They could contribute in different ways, but I what, what they cannot do is not diminish on, the contribution that has been put in and not, not be on the same page pretty much exactly and yeah and, and that's true because because um as, as long as you're on the same page because everyone everyone's situation is different that's why i always hate when when uh women they they, they think you know because because we're in 2017 there's a lot of independent women out there and good for them that's that's amazing but that's not what every woman wants that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what every woman wants to be, you know, on the same shit that they are. But then, but then I've noticed a lot women give other women advice, bad advice at that. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to that, 
oh no, you got to get your own money. You got to get, and you know, whatever situation works for for that particular couple, I would say, do that. There's no, uh, you know, there's levels to this shit at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, what 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 makes sense is, are you guys moving in the right direction, and is the shit working? You know what I'm saying? And um, and I feel like people underestimate that. You know, you, you look at different sports teams and, and different leagues and shit. Everyone has, there's a method to their madness. You know what I'm saying? Like they have their own way of doing things and some it works, some it doesn't. But, you know, there's different ways to do things. So I, I feel like in today's society, there's too much, um, I guess, shame, with women, like shaming, like, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the type Shame. of woman <laughs> on some Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> Shame. And and I and I'll fucks with it because like every, like I said, everyone's situation is different. So, I mean, sit your ass down and be happy with whatever the fuck you're doing. You know? Yeah, definitely. And I think when it comes down to the the financial situation, I think there has to be like everything else, a happy medium, a balance. You know what I'm saying? I understand somebody wanting, you know, at least to be able to to go through life with the necessities, the, yeah. the things that are necessities, and and have maybe a little bit more to look forward to. But anything, I think, beyond that, if you if it's incredibly in, important outside of who the guy is. And, you know, what are his characteristics and his personality? Is he a good person? I, I think you start to verge down the road of gold digging. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not good because it's not based off of actually liking the person. You know what I'm saying? Right. And at the end of the day, one thing about, like, just in general, just relationships is just, like, it's about the love. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's what... That's what makes relationships work. You know, like love and respect, shit like that. Not right. like fucking how much are you making a year. I think that's uh, where people go wrong. And again, why America seems so miserable sometimes when it comes to like marriage. It's because of those things. Like we've said before, people have more than they've ever had in the history of humans. But yet, all the data and studies show that they're more miserable than they've ever been. Oh, yeah. Get you a fidget spinner. <laughs> Real yeah. decent. Well, I think uh, I think that's it for today. There's a quick podcast. Um, what is the cost of true love? Remember, like always, you can follow us at uh, Hanging With Apes on Twitter, audiowapesmusic.com. That's the roadmap that you need for everything us. Remember to tell your friends about this podcast, Hanging with Apes. They're going to love it, share it. And if they don't, shoot them. Tweet about it. Let them know. Please don't do that. We don't condone violence. We live in a city where there's enough of it. We don't need anything more. Just kidding, buddy. Peace. Peace.